Guys, it's a new episode, a new episode of the podcast. You love him. He always gets me the most views. I don't like him. He just gets me views. That's why he comes on. I don't even know why he invites me on this fucking show. <laughs> I invite you because every time you come on, your chest is exposed. Your, bi- your biceps looking lean, bro. Getting there, boy. It's all the drinking from alcohol, December. Alcohol diet clearly Alcohol works. diet, bro. Eating's cheating, bro. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When was the last time you were on? What did, who were with, was with Chris? Chris was here and we spoke the biggest amount of shit. Yeah. I think that was the last one. Yeah. It was, it was in the, the couch room. In studio. the couch room. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was fucking hilarious. So no beers today. No beers today. It's um, too early for that. But it's good to be back, my bro. I've missed you, bro. I know. I've missed you it's as so well. It's so lucky to be back. Miss, Mr. Pretorius. So you were in the Cape in December. Huh? I was in Cape Town. Oh my fuck, bro. I got back last week, Wednesday. I almost didn't come back. Oh my God. It was so fucking good, bro. December in Cancer Bay is just, it's unbelievable, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Did you shoot any content while you are there? I shot like one or two videos, but to be honest, I mean, I'm sure you know, dude, sometimes you need to just take a fucking break, bro. Like, yeah. There's times where I want to shoot all the time, but then there's times where you just shot so much and then you just need to take a break. And also, like, you can't relax when you're trying to do videos all the time, bro. So I did some stories. I posted, like, I think I did two videos in Cape Town. But, like, the worst thing is, bro, there's with so many, like, you'll be out and you're like, fuck, that'll be a perfect opportunity for a video. And then I'm like, no, dude, like, you need relax. to chill the fuck out, bro. You need to actually just relax. So there were one or there were like two or three videos that I knew I could have shot and I knew they could have done fucking well. And I just wrote them down like, hey, well, next time in Cape Town, I'll, I'll bang these out. Yeah. One of them was very controversial. So I'll save it for, for when I post it. You must do it, definitely. Yeah. We, look, we, we look forward to that. We enjoy I, the controversial things here. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll post on TikTok though because, um, yeah, it will probably get me banned. So you obviously were banned. How many followers are you back? You were on how many and how many are now? I was on 80,000. I easily would have clocked 100,000 before the end of the year. Well, last year. So it used to break my heart, like talking about it. But in the last, fuck, two, three weeks, my shit's been, I think it's just the, the content's been working well, the algorithm again. People have found me again. Uh, I've just hit 30,000 followers. And bro, the last few videos have hit like 400,000, 500,000, um, been busting, bro. So fucking, I'm fucking happy, bro. So, but this year, dude, like Instagram's doing well, TikTok's doing well, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm just gunning for TV now, bro. I've got like so much shit in the works this year. I've got some directors I'm chatting with, some producers I'm chatting with, and just hustling and, um, Bro, it's time to get on fucking like a TV show, stocking like some big shit going. Because I'm just worried about, again, like censorship and like, you know, I don't want to be banned off a platform. Like, I just want to be able to really do my shit, have a TV show. You know, it's over 18. It's going to be a dog show. And like, you know, I not have to worry about what the fuck I'm doing. So, so by TV show, do you mean like the clean cut scully show or what would you like to do in terms of TV? So definitely, so there's two two things, right? Either one can be um, a show just on Bad Brad, just doing a whole lot of crazy shit. Like, you know, imagine Bad Brad interviewing a feminist, you know, yeah, and yeah. you can see where that, that can fucking go. Or like doing shit in public, you know, exactly how... Uh, Ali G used to do back in the day, you know. Um, I, I loved doing real life stuff. Like Tally Babes is super cool, but obviously her whole show is scripted, whereas I want to just go fucking real life. I'm all about real life and in the moment. So there's either that or, um, you know, Saturday Night Live where they do all the skits and there's parodies. Yes. So another show where maybe it's the clean cut schoolie show and it's just fucking skits like Puss Vane or... Um, Remember the Zuma sales kit that I did, all that sort of stuff. So all of thinking of just having one show with both, literally bad brand going being a fucking nutcase or, and then in between you have skits. So yeah, bro, there's so much opportunity. So that's, I'm trying to go like for big this year, bro. Like, yeah, social media is lekker. We'll still do it, but I want to go on TV now. Um, yes, I mean, what last year I hit Sunday Times. I was like my biggest achievement front page, but like now it's, TV, bro. I want to fucking be a virus. I want to be everywhere. What was that on the Sunday Times? Um, there was an article about me, just about Clinkett Scully and the videos. And um, they did a nice spin on it, 
which was 100% true. So like I get a lot of DMs from people who are like going through depression and rough times and like I love doing my skits and everything but I won't lie like the majority of the reason why I do it is because I've been I think I've spoken to you about this before I've been through a lot of cuck in my life mm. and like if I can make videos to make people fucking have a luck and like have a good time and like take them out of wherever whatever they're going through for just a minute bro like for me that's worth more than any amount of money bro and I just fucking like having a job bro just having a good yeah. luck bro so but that's what comedy should be you know how it's become so censored it shouldn't be I don't know if you ever watched <coughs> Anthony Jesenik on YouTube, he's a comedian. That sounds fucking familiar. No, he, you, I promise you, if you've got time today, tonight, tomorrow, yeah. whatever, go watch Anthony Jesenik on YouTube. <coughs> Anthony Jesenik. Yeah. American, and, obviously. Uh, he's American, but I think he's like Jesenik. I don't know where that's from, okay. but he's an American guy. And everything he does is like controversial, you know. It's Great. Like he will tell a 10-minute story on abortion, making fun of abortion. And then yeah. obviously along there, have the pros of abortion, the cons, cons. of abortion. And like he... Makes you think. Yeah. But while he's doing it, he's talking about something like, yo, I can't believe he's making a joke on this. Yeah. But at the end of it, it's not like he's saying he's pro or against yeah, or any yeah. of that. So you don't know his stance on it. Exactly. But you're laughing along the way and yeah. it makes you think like, and also reconsider your yeah. preconceived ideas of maybe what you thought about abortion or not. Yeah. And but that's, that's good though because yeah. you, you must be in the middle. You should never actually like say like, you know, especially if you're interviewing someone, you should be in the middle. You shouldn't actually say like, are you for it? Are you against it? You actually, you know, especially in a debate. I mean, I've been see, seeing so many debates where now a debate's not even a debate like it used to be, like where the person moderating it will like start siding with the other person because they're clearly like super liberal. Yeah. And that's dog shit. Like shame. I saw, was it Gareth Cliff was on a, a debate on YouTube. I can't remember the, um, what the name of the show was, but like the, the lady moderating it ended up being such a cunt and she ended up like just totally siding with the other guy against like Gareth and I'm like that's not just what you're supposed to fucking do you're supposed to be in the middle and yeah. like ask them a question and be neutral so if you can and that's great bro like if you can do it that's what I try and do like I don't always try and be on the side because I want I, I don't actually want to piss people off I just like edgy topics and I like joking yeah so yeah but I mean that sounds fucking rad no but, it's just it's because you should be able to make fun of everyone. We've, we've, spoken, we've spoken about this before. You should, everyone, yeah. no one's exempt. Bro. Everyone needs to be made fun of, bro. And I believe that's what will bring us fucking together. And that's what should be happening because you should be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. If they're making joke about a straight white male, yeah. you should be able to laugh the same way if they make a joke about a gay guy 100%. or a black person. So 100%. obviously, but also it comes down to. You know, you can't be a white guy making a racist joke about yeah. a black guy, but you can be a black guy making a derogatory comment about a black guy and get away with it. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So obviously there are limits. I think, yeah. I mean, there's definitely limits. Um, as long, ex exactly, as long as it's not hateful. Yeah. Like, if I say something, like, you know, that's like, kill all black people and like, I'm like, vicious about it, then obviously that's wrong. Yeah. But like, you know, if you want to make fun of them about other things like, you know, not killing them, but like, you know, just a normal joke, yeah. then, you it's know, the same everyone thing, should be able to do it. Yeah, it's the same thing like Joe Rogan does. He will, uh, if you've ever watched his comedy specials, he yeah. talks about, you know, how women are superior to men. Then straight after that, he makes a joke why men are superior to women. Exactly. So it's never saying one's better than the other, exactly. but he will tune women. Then straight off that, he'll tune men. Well, actually, he will tune men first. Yeah. Because if he tunes the woman first, then yeah. it's a problem. People are going to be upset. Yeah. Are you, have you watched Jimmy Carr? Yeah. <sighs> Jimmy Carr is God. You see, bro. those are the that kinds of comedians. That you so need. smart. So on point, bro. I saw him live at, um, what's that place? Wanted Casino. I saw Jimmy Carr there. Oh, my fuck, bro. He's so fucking good. Did you see him live? No. Bro, he's like unbelievable. Just like. Not just like his jokes, but also just how he works the crowd. Like his stage presence. Yeah. Like, Bria, sometimes I wonder if it's set up. So I don't know if you've seen like how you'll chirp someone in the crowd. Yeah. Then like 10 minutes later or even like 20 minutes later, then he'll be saying a joke and then correlate it back to that fucking person. I think and it's set up. Dude, sometimes it's too good <laughs> that it has to be set up, bro. And I mean, it can easily be done, but like, I mean... I'm not undermining that as smart and intelligent as fuck. Yeah. But when it comes to that, man, it has it has to be set up a bit because it's just too too accurate, bro. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, smart as fuck, bro. But I've, every comedian that you watch that's obviously done well 
is clever. 100%. To remember all of that content. Yeah. They have to be exceptionally clever yeah. and that good at recall. They got to recite that shit over and over every day, stand in front of a mirror and like, I can just imagine them just rehearsing all fucking day. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I guess also when you've done it so many times, then it just gets stuck in your brain that you can't even forget it. Yeah, so. I guess when you go on tour, you do 10 different performances. Yeah. It's always the same performance. So obviously you're going to remember it. And then you, you know that shit times. fucking backwards, yeah. bro. And then you can like do it with your eyes closed, bro. Yeah. But you know, the guy's smart as fuck, dude. So talking about comedy and, you know, you mentioned depression and how you're helping people with depression. Let's talk about, you know, social media and depression. And it's how people have become so consumed. As you say, you know, taking a break is actually good in yeah, December. Yeah, 100%, dude. Um, I mean, I'll be controversial as fuck now and say this, like, um, I think I actually think social media is the fucking devil. Yeah. I think it's super bad. I know it can be good as well. But I think it actually does more harm than good. And like, dude, you know, I saw a stat the other day where they're saying like depression with teenagers and youngsters has like been the highest it's ever been. It's actually like doubled. And dude, I tell you now, it's it's has to do with social media. Yeah. And like, you know, when you're seeing posts, like comparing, every time you see a post, like, you know, you're comparing your life to someone else. They've gone overseas. Why am I not going overseas? You know, in whole... Every single post can have an effect on you. And then you're seeing this all day, every day. The first thing you do, you wake up, you look at your phone. Yeah. Before you go to bed, you look at your phone. Every, dude, like I've started doing a new thing now where like I was at a friend's house the other day and I actually leave my car on the phone now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, I've been drinking a week, bro. I'm going cold turkey, bro. <laughs> I, I actually leave my phone in the car now because, um, if I go to my friend's place, every five minutes I want to look at my phone and I'm like, yeah. no, like I want to converse with my fucking friend. I want to be in the moment. I want to be present. So I actually like leave my phone in the car now when I go to friends' houses for dinner and stuff. Because, dude, I, I don't know if you've experienced this and actually would love to hear if you also experienced it, but dude, I honestly feel, I can actually feel my brain overworking and I, I, I like my brain becomes skittish, dude where it actually just overloads and I actually like stocking a headache because I feel like it's just too much for my brain to comprehend because we just, it's overactive. Yeah. And I don't know, dude, like, you know, back in the day when um, they hadn't had that much research on cigarettes and dude, back in the day, I'm in advertising, you see old ads of doctors promoting cigarettes, like literally these ads saying doctors prefer camels. But obviously that was before long-term studies. And dude, with that being in mind, like when I think of that, I'm like, you know, social media, it's been around for a while now, but it's, I guess, still new. But, like, dude, I'm worried, like, with all this, especially when I can feel my brain getting like this, like, what, like, effects is having on my brain, you know? So, I don't know, bro. Like, again, I don't know how far the studies are. I actually should research that a bit more. But, like, I honestly think it's playing a serious role in our brain. I mean, it's clearly playing a role with teenagers and youngsters, you know, who are suffering with anxiety and stress, bro. Like... You know, they're probably 12 years old worrying about if they have a six-pack. Yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, my, so my mom's, my mom's obviously a teacher and the story... Oh, is she? she? She is. So she tells me stories about like some of the issues that obviously not in detail or the kids' names or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, some of the issues that they are going through at school, mental health-wise. Yeah. And I think back, obviously we don't know all of it <clears> or we didn't realize it maybe when we were young. Yeah. But hearing all these problems, I'm like, surely this has gotten worse with time. And she, she says, obviously because she started... She's been teaching for like th over 30 years. So yeah. she knows, you know, how things have progressed yeah. or regressed actually and how much worse they have become. And they yeah. have. she says, you know, mental health is way worse now with kids and, you know, the mental stability. And I see myself comparing myself to other people on social media and, and, I'm, and I'm aware of it. There's yeah. some people that aren't aware of it. You yeah. know, I'll see someone with this car and I'll be like, yo, you know, I need to work harder. Dude, 100%. But then at the end of the day, you know, you don't know that, the little shoebox that they're living in. Exactly. And the whole salary goes to pay off that car. Yeah. Like you don't see that. It's people, yeah. it's the highlight reel. People yeah. only show it you. It is the highlight reel. Yeah. They only show you what they want you to see on social yeah. media. They only show you, you know, the best of the best. They yeah. don't show you 
the struggles. Yeah. So that's also something I want 100%. to talk to you about. That's also something I want to talk to you about is those people that do the fake struggles uh, and yeah. take videos of them crying. If you are, tr- so cringe, if you are truly sad, you are not going to pick up the phone no. and take a video of yourself. No, you're going to go see a friend or a psychologist. Or like, just be alone, Yeah, eat a donut, watch series. You're not... <laughs> You know, fucking don't 100%. Order McDonald's, get some fucking ice cream, yeah. you know, comfort eat. You are not going to, no. you know, you're sitting in your car crying, it's raining outside. The rain no. is the perfect timing, it sets the scene. You pull out your phone, you don't even, you put it on portrait agree. mode. Dog shit, bro. You call, I, I, I feel that that's, you're looking for attention, you're looking for attention, you're abusing people's sympathy, yeah, to try to get, get something. views, get likes, get attention. I mean, dude, I don't care who the fuck you are, where you come, everyone goes through shit. But like, you you know, you've got, I'm sure you've gone through shit. I've gone through shit. And like, if you really are going through shit, exactly, you don't go film yourself. Do you go see a friend, go see a psychologist, go like looking at your phone, like may, filming the message still isn't going to fix your problem. So you, in my opinion, agree with you. Like you're just looking for attention. Like, like I understand if you film yourself to sh- so that you can go back and see yourself at your worst. Fine. Yeah. But don't post it and be like, this was me at my worst, guys. I've progressed so much since then. Because yeah. that's just looking for attention. That's not actually truly growing yeah. in the situation. That's also why I deleted Facebook about, fuck, four years ago. So my personal profile, I deleted about four years ago. Um, I don't, I've got to... I'm think- still waiting for you to respond to my friend request. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so I, I've still got a clean cut, I've got a clean cut screen page. But dude, honestly, I don't even post on Facebook anymore. Like, dude, all I care about is, is Instagram and what well, Instagram Reels and TikTok. But again, dude, like, I'm What's still Facebook. Post- Isn't it called Meta? Well, Metaverse. <laughs> oh my fuck! Have you seen the video that they launched? Uh, it's on the Metaverse YouTube page, which is the hour-long video of Mark Zuckerberg explaining In Metaverse. Like the Metaverse. Have you watched it? Yeah. Dude, he's a fu- bro, that is a fucking alien, he my bro. I'm telling alien. you, Mark Zuckerberg is not a real human, bro. He's like literally like like a fucking robot, bro. And like even he's like, have you seen that haircut? Yeah. Bro, his haircut is like it's not normal. <laughs> that is not a normal fucking haircut, bro. Speaking of aliens, I saw a post. I don't know how true it is, but that there's this time traveler now. Yeah. He's come back from the future. And he said that in September, I think it's September, we are going to experience some interaction with aliens. So he's a time traveler. The, obviously from America, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. He's a tra- so he's traveled back in time yeah. to visit us. To tell us about the aliens that are going to visit us or whatever in That's September. So, nice. so now we know when it's going to happen at least. In, so when? September. This year? Yeah. How many are going to come back? Like a whole lot or yeah, just like... The post wasn't that long. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah. But Joe, in September, we're going to, according to this guy from Back to the Is it going to be future, his family members or just random people? Like, is his wife going to come back as well? No, it's not. He's not. It's aliens. Okay. So it's not time travelers that are coming back. He's a time traveler. Okay. And then aliens are going to visit uh, us. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So aliens apparently are going to come wow. visit us in September. That'll be so nice. I yeah. look forward to that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, just also want to know how he's t- time, tra- yeah. time traveling. Exactly. Did he not elaborate on that? No, it was just a post where it says... Is it like crystal meth that he's smoking or crack that he's smoking? It's probably one of all of them. <laughs> or probably a both. A mixture, yeah. Fuck, that's decent. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't do those things anymore. But like, if I could like... If I knew if I, if I could smoke crack and I'll try and travel, I don't know, bro. I might, I might do it. <laughs> I might smoke crack, bro. But the problem is pe- <laughs> people believe that this guy's a type... Tra- Americans, I believe yeah. that they will think that this guy's legit. Probably, dude. I mean, he's... You know, flat earthers and this and that and all these fucking nut- nutcases and conspiracy theories. So I'm sure they'll, there'll be a following. People will like, yeah. I don't know, pay to come have a chat with him. Well, I mean, like like the movie 2012 when everyone thought the war was going to end. Yeah. And then they claimed that it actually was going to end and there was scientific data yeah. to prove that it was going to end. And Didn't that also have, like, have to do with like the Mayans? Like, Something, uh, yes, it you was. Know, the, yeah. On the Mayan calendar, it ends and we're going to die. And people believed it. But bro, people always want to believe something, yeah. bro. Like people always want to believe in, I don't know, fucking something. I bro. think it's because also people, it's easier to believe in something than maybe even to believe in themselves. Or exactly. it's a way to distract them from the reality of maybe the problems that they're facing or the, just the reality of their life. 100%, dude. Like, you know, I've known guys who, who have like um, gone down like heavy, like down the drug route and like, you know, they find God 
And like, I'm chilled with that, bro. Like, you know, I don't have nothing against religion. It's, it's not really for me. Like, you know, I was born a Christian. It's a part of like, you know, my culture, my heritage, you know, I'll, you know, what, I'm, what are you Christian as well? Yeah. So like, it's our culture, our heritage, but like, I don't practice it per se. Like, but you know, some people need that, you know, and in the 12 steps, they teach you like, you know, find a higher power. And, um, you know, I obviously get a bit annoyed when people try and force it down my throat, but like, if you practicing a religion and it helps you, dude, like, fuck, I'm all for it, bro. Like, you know, some people need exactly something to believe in, bro. Yeah. They need and something. And it's also not just about a particular religion. Yeah. You know, it's the beliefs that come with any religion. Exactly. Or, mo or most religions. Exactly. It's, you know, be kind to others. Yeah. Those kind of things, which is... Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's ways to live by. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter the religion, other than maybe Satanism. Yeah. But, <laughs> but every religion that, you know believes in something has yeah. virtues that they follow and has beliefs that they follow so exactly. essentially that's also regardless of the religion theoretically good yeah uh just on the topic of satanism did you watch devil's dorp no you haven't watched devil's dorp yet no on show max you've heard of it yeah i've heard of it oh my fuck i'm not gonna lie I literally got Shamax just to watch that fucking series. It is I have heard about so it. So fucking good, bro. Is it good? Yeah, isn't it like down the road here from you? How yeah. far is Kruger's door from you? It's like 15 minutes. Yeah. Dude, this is what a fucking weirdo psycho I am. So I watch Devil's Dorp and uh, literally the following weekend, I drove to Devil's Dorp to go see, because in the documentary, you can see the flats where they lived and shit and where the murders, some of the murders happened and stuff. And I literally drove there and uh, went and checked it out, took photos. It's become like a little tourist site now. It's actually fucking hilarious. And the So it's vacant? The flat's now... No, no, there's people living in there. Yeah, the all the flats, the whole... Even the buildings, well, the, the blocks where... The murders uh, Yeah, the one that... Chick, what's that chick's name? Celia. She looks like that, like... She looks like a trucker doll. She's got, like, short spikes. So she's fucking. a Kruger's Dorp chick. Yeah, she's a Kruger's Dorp doll. <laughs> trucker doll. And then... Um, then there was the teacher who had the two kids. I don't even know. And she coerced her kids to also like murder. Dude, it's Brie, you have to watch. I watched the whole thing in like one night. Okay, I'm going to watch this. It's fucking good, Brie. But like, yeah, it all had to do with like Satanism and like the Cecilia chick claimed she was a fucking witch. And she even fakes like King Possessed. Like, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but like, watch yeah. it, bro. It's fucking. So was good. she satanic or? Yeah, she was a Satanist or a witch or. Something like that. And then, yeah. Um, I mean, again, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, like, dude, yeah. okay, I'll honestly, watch it. watch it, bro. It's fucking good. I literally saw the trailer. And I'm like, oh, my fuck, where is this? And I literally signed up with Showmax. Watched it for free for a week. <laughs> Sorry, Showmax. I'm just being fucking honest. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what content, other than maybe like YouTube <clears throat> stuff, what do you watch? Like TV-wise or Netflix or that kind of stuff? Um, At the moment, I've been watching a lot of like, very arty, farty, indie movies. Like, I love, like, old-school indie movies. Um, there's this famous one from the 90s called Gamma. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, not a lot of people have heard of it. It's, like, very old-school, very arty, fucking weird. Like, that's the shit I like. I'm a weird creative. Um, but, you know, when you watch that shit, it inspires you. But also, like, you know, eventually I do want to get into also filmmaking and, like, Again, you like I'm working on shows, but like I would like to also do like you know maybe a TV series of like you know something else. You know, like Ricky Gervais. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Fucking one of my idols, bro. He like does stand up and he's done movies and now he's got series. You know, have you seen The Afterlife? Yeah, Afterlife is so fucking good. I mean, season three is out now, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's also was on the original Office. Yeah. And then and he also was his show. and he also produces yeah. the American Office, writes it, directs, yeah. dude. Oh, fucking, he's so inspiring, bro. So, like, I want to do that thing. I don't want to just, like, stick to one thing, you know. I just want to keep creating content and movies, and that's my passion, bro. I want to do this cock till the, yeah. end of the day I die. Do you watch many, like, documentaries? Love documentaries. Have you watched 14 Peaks? No, what's so that it's, about? It's about this guy that it's actually it really motivated me to, you know, do these kind of things. Yeah. So there's 14 mountains in the world. Yeah. That are above 18. Including two of these. Okay, so there's, there's 16. <laughs> there's 16 mountains. <laughs> yeah, so there's 16 mountains, yeah. 14 mountains. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway, have you ever, you missed, uh, obviously you got a wife now, right? You got a wife. 
You were tuning the like, have you ever kissed over a mountain before? I know that's cheesy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are like little copies now. <laughs> <laughs> What's that copy in four ways? Four ways. There's uh, that claim copy. What's that thing? You are, I don't know. This in by four, four. Oh, yeah, sorry. You're like a West, uh, West Rand boy. There's, there's a copy in Bosgrain. There's a copy. Yeah, there's a. There's Northcliffe Hill. Yeah, I was going to say there's that fucking. I can't remember now. Four ways. Copy or whatever the fuck it is now. <laughs> Copy fuck is anyway. such a funny word, actually. I know, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there's eight, 14 mountains over 8,000 meters. So the, the 14 tallest mountains in the world. Yeah. And the previous world record to summit all of these mountains, so obviously Mount Everest. In like one go? Yeah. Not in like day after day, but... Okay. So... So Over like a few months or years. Th- yeah, there's only been several people. So the world record was nine years, I believe to summit all 14 peaks. Fucking and this hell. guy does it in six months. And, you know, he was talking about some of these expeditions. Six months. Six and months. the peaks regular is nine years. Nine years. Yo, crystal meth is a hell of a drug. Bro. Yes, and this guy is, uh, <laughs> this guy's amazing. Like, they'll let you go, they'll drink at the bottom of the, at base camp. Yeah. They'll party, tequila shots, everything. The next day, go summit Mount Everest. And these, but these Fucking oaks are like- wild. That's he, amazing yeah. though. No, that's and inspiring. Yeah, and it motivates me. I'm like, why don't I go try climb, I don't know, a mountain? Why don't yeah. I go, you know, just go do a, a hike and just take food and take a, yeah. a, a tent and just go out for the weekend and do that kind of, because that kind of, is adventurous, bro. And I love that kind of stuff. Dude, that's, yeah, that's why I'm, that's what I miss about Cape Town. <laughs> I just miss fucking hiking. So you've obviously bro. done like Devil's Peak. Oh, 100%. Red Table Mountain, Lion's yeah. Head, fucking. Dude, there's so, and there's still like hundreds more that I haven't even done, bro. There's like so many. But dude, like, I think I actually would eventually like to try and do something like that. One of my good mates, uh, Robbie, he, um, he's he got a book out. I can't remember what it's called. Sorry, Robbie. I was going to give you free exposure here. Um, he fucking, long story short, he was at an indoor climbing thing. Fell, fell down from the top, broke his like legs, fucked up. He couldn't walk for like almost a year. Um, went through a whole shit of depression, wanted to like commit suicide, like hectic, amazing story. All of this in the book. Yeah. And then he was like, fuck it. I'm going to sort my shit. I'll change my life. And I'm going to fucking, as soon as my legs are ready, like he had to learn, literally had to learn to walk again. That's how fucked his legs were. Yeah. And he's like, fuck this. I'm going to do Mount Everest. And he banged out Mount Everest. Yes, yeah. What a fucking alpha, bro. Yeah. Um, and now he's busy planning to uh, hike the K2. Yeah, the second, the second one. Yeah. yeah, and apparently, as far as he's told me, no, um, no South Africans have done the K two yet. Apparently, so he's him and three other South Africans are going to go bang out the K two yeah. now. Well, what I gathered from um, this documentary was that K two is actually more difficult of a climb. Yes, Mount Everest may be higher, higher. but K two is more treacherous. Really, and, and I might get my stats wrong, guys. Don't kill me. If I'm wrong, but it's I, th- I believe it said one out of every three people that have tried to do all the 14 peaks have died. So 33 percent have died. Have you know? Imagine one out of every three people die. When they you know, do the we did have hike. three people in here, and he's dead because he tried. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris. <laughs> we miss you, bro. That's how you injured his legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, no, bro. That that shit's hectic. It just that reminds me. Of, did you ever see the movie Everest? Yes. Fuck, that was a good movie. But how? How intense is that scene where the guy gets, um, uh, what's that, when you catch, um, is it, you, you know, he got so, why he thought he was getting so hot and he took off his jackets and everything because he, what's the term that they get, man? Not like hypothermia. Hypothermia. Because apparently the first... Because there's a lack of oxygen to your brain because you're so high up that yeah. you don't think straight. So the, the, the first stages of hypothermia is you, you start... Feeling you like you're overheating, but you're actually not. But you feel like you are, and then you see that scene where he take he gets lost from the rest of the crowd or whatever his team, and then he takes off all his clothes, bro. I'm like, and it's like obviously stormy, and then obviously he dies. Yeah. But like that, do you remember that scene? That scene was so intense, yeah. bro. Like, fucking hell, bro. Um, I uh, I think my mate, the guy who did Everest, he knew someone who got frostbite on his nose and then like lost his fucking nose or something. Yeah, it's serious, bro. It's fucking heavy, bro. So in this documentary, they had just climbed, I don't know which mountain it was, one of the 14. They got to the bottom and then there was another expedition group where one of their climbers got lost and he was stuck on the mountain. So they were at the bottom and they were the closest to go rescue him. They're like, okay, well, we got to go back up to go get him. Yeah. Like imagine you just do something where you've risked your life to that And now you got to go back up to get the motherfucker. And... But these orcs are brave. They literally just attached themselves to a helicopter. How did they lose track with him? No, so he wasn't part of their crew. Oh. But 
That also doesn't make sense. Who was the crew he was with? Because you don't do bad that Bad mates, alone. bro. Bad mates. They just... Fucking hell. Oh, he's, Scully's gone. Ach, it's fine. We'll check him at the bottom. <laughs> hey, if he lives, he lives. If he dies, he dies, bro. We'll just you check know? him at the bottom. Fuck yeah. Because you don't do it alone. You're no. always with the crew. Yeah. So either his crew were a bunch of fucking dickheads and they left him. <laughs> this guy's too slow. We go. Yeah. Or, the, or he was just in that case with three did a lot. Yeah. He probably like, maybe there was like a blizzardy type thing. Yeah. And then, you know, they couldn't see him. So they said, well, we need to go down. Yeah. Hopefully he catches up or something. I know. I mean, fuck, bro. If I'm hiking with a few oaks and then like the one goes missing for some stupid reason, if it's his fault, like for a dumb reason, I've, and I've hiked all the way down and I got to back and find him, I'd first hike back up, hike back up fucking beat the shit out of him and then I'll fucking bring him back push down. Push him down. Fuck. Oh yeah, just push him fucking down. So you said, obviously, arty movies. Have you watched the new mm. movie on Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom? With Andrew Garfield, the the Spider-Man, old Spider-Man. Tick, Tick, Boom. It's, no. a, it's a new I movie I haven't heard now. of it. What's it about? So it's basically like about a guy that makes a um, play. He writes a play. Okay. And he writes it for eight years and it basically, it's just his whole life journey of writing the play and how... Yeah. Crazy, he goes writing it and <coughs> then he um, puts on the performance and does the display and then he doesn't get, um, no one really likes it. Yeah. Uh, okay, they so he put all this time into yeah, it. Yeah, you see, eight years he, messes up, his he messes up his relationship with his girlfriend. He's got gay friends that are dying of AIDS. Yeah. Because I think it was based on a real life event on yeah. the in the 90s and it's just how well the acting is done, the singing. Who's starring? Andrew Garfield, so Spider-Man. Uh, okay. Yeah, not okay. the current Spider-Man, obviously the middle one. Have you yeah. watched Spider-Man? Dude, I'm not going to lie. I have never, ever been into fucking any, Batman. Any superheroes or anything? None. The only one I've liked, for obvious reasons, is Deadpool. Because it's yeah, like it's just dark funny. comedy. It's the, humor. Yeah, it's the humor. But like, bro, I've never, ever been into and that And Wonder shit. Woman, you, watch, you won't watch it for Gal Gadot. Bro, I'm a fucking man, bro. I'm a fucking alpha dog. I don't know what that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Superwoman, my bro. No, I'm joking. Um, no, it just, fuck, bro. Those, those movies just don't. Appeal to you. I've always been someone of like, I like nonfiction. Like, like realism. Yeah. I, I like realism. I like real stories. Like that's why I like, I got a fucking fetish for autobiographies, bro. I've read like, I got piles of autobiographies at home. I like real shit, dude. That's why I love, you know, like, true crime and that sort of stuff or like movies that just aren't really fantasy i don't really like fantasy stuff like i never gone to the harry potter cuck also i was too old then i was like 18 i've discovered sex drugs and rock and roll and women <laughs> you know so i was fucking not interested in harry potter lord of the rings watched it years ago it was cool but like it's not my so not even like star wars I love the original three. I don't like this new fucking re. I liked Star shit. Wars when it was obviously the original three. But the original three, and then amazing. I enjoyed the prequels with Liam Neeson. Okay, th those three. Yeah, and then Disney acquired and bought Star Wars, and then they Disneyed it up. Yeah, Disneyed it up, and they made cute little animals. To appeal to little kids. Oh my gosh. They made sure to be super inclusive to everyone. Where like bro. obviously be inclusive, but don't be overtly yeah. inclusive. Yeah, don't be overboard about yeah. like I hate it when they have to like they overcompensate. Like do it in a way that's just like, you know, organic. Not yeah. like like so not cringe. every single person that's the strongest is gonna be female. Yeah. It's not possible. No. So you can't make the strongest hero a female. You yeah. can't make the strongest villain a female. Yes, yeah. have strong females, have strong males. Yeah. That's gonna happen. But don't make every single person who's superior now a female. Dude, that, that's the problem I have with so much shit today, obviously, is just how they're overcompensating. Like, yeah. yes, be exactly, be inclusive, but don't fucking like, due to the point where you're like, literally like virtue signaling and like yeah. overboard, like it just becomes cringe then, you know? Um, yeah, dude, I mean, I can go on about that shit forever, but the first three Star Wars, super epic. I like watching them, you know, with the old graphics and technology. No CGI, and, yeah, that kind the, of stuff. Yeah, you know, like- Like, you know, the airplane in space was literally like dangled with a string. Exactly, dude, and like, Fuck, bro, have you seen the models of um, how the... So obviously everything's CGI now, but do you know how they did it back in the day? They actually had like models. Yeah. Where Oak sat and intricately painted this cuck, my bro. Like literally intricate. Well, to get the movements bro. of R2-D2. Yeah. 
No, so it wasn't R2D2. It was the new one in the newer movies. Yeah. And that wasn't CGI. That was a cat inside a ball. Really? And to get that movement of it moving around, that's how they... And obviously, then through that, they developed yeah. into CGI. But to get that movement perfect, it was through a cat, the cat running inside a ball. Dude, like, it's genius. I saw... It was on YouTube. I saw it somewhere. It's like an hour-long documentary. And, dude, it shows these little... Mo- these model cities that they... All these model planes. And these guys are... Pure artists, dude, like literally detailing it. Yeah. Like the amount of like effort and intricate work that went into it, it's actually fucking fascinating. Well, even if you look at cartoons back in the day, yeah. those each individual frame was That's a drawing. Drawn. Hand drawn. Yeah, hand drawn. Now it's obviously a lot of it's still drawn, yeah. sure. But it's technology to yeah. like especially one of my favorite my favorite series of all time, South Park. I'm a massive South Park fan. Um, you, do you watch South Park yeah. at all? Um, so these are, dude, you've got to watch this documentary. It's called Seven Days to Air by Trey Park and Matt Stone, the creators. And so back in the day, they used to, the fucking very first episodes was like like stock, stock, stock animation. Motion, yeah, yeah, stock animation where they literally had to cut out shit yeah. and do movements and stuff. And then it progressed and got better and better. But back in the day, it would take them a I month. I think it's called Claymation, where it's like those... Yeah, figurines, and then they move them and take a photo. Move, yeah, photo, exactly. Move. They said they obviously when using clay, they're yes. using like literally cut out pieces of little oh, cardboard. Okay. Yeah, and um, they they would take like a month to make a an episode. Yeah. Now they make it an episode in six in seven days. Yes, that's yeah. why the episode series the show is called Seven Days to Air. They literally will conceptualize the idea. They got like a writers' room, like seven writers, bang out the idea. And then literally they have like, fuck, two, three days to literally fucking bang it out now. But also, again, technology and resource, they got like, it's so like streamlined. They got like a guys who just focus on the mouth movements. They got guys who just design the backgrounds, um, the scenery. Like, so they got a massive fucking team. But because of technology, they can bang it out in seven days now. Yeah. You also obviously mm. assume like Family Guy then. Love Family Guy. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie because I... Like, I will always say South Park's the best because I'm just loyal. But, like, Family Guy, family guy is fucking good, bro. And I'm not going to lie. Some of the it's shit brilliant. they do in there, I'm like, how are these guys not being cancelled? <laughs> like, the shit they do in there, like, about, like, all races, white, black, fucking Native Americans, everyone, dude. Everyone. They tune Oaks so hard, bro. And I love it, bro. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad that... Because everybody's getting true. Exactly. There's no one that's not getting true. Exactly. As long as you're tuning everyone, then it's liquor. Yeah. But like, dude, it's... I'm sure they've had a lot of court cases. Yeah. South Park has had tons of yeah. court cases. Um, I don't know if you saw the... They had a South Park episode where they have... Um, uh, so they, they, they've uh, introduced this character called PC Principal. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. So he's PC Principal and then his wife, his wife's called Strong Woman. And Strong Woman now is entering into like the CrossFit games or whatever. And, you know, obviously the, the story is relating to now, now um, gender identification and like, you know, males competing as females. And then they bring in this character who's uh, that old wrestler... Um, Randy, Randy Orton. No, not Randy Orton. Um, Roddy Piper. They bring him. In the, he's like an old eighties, nineties, I think, okay. wrestler. But they bring. I think it's Roddy Piper. Fuck, I'm probably getting it wrong. But anyway, they bring him on, and now he's identifying as a woman, so that he can fuck up everyone. So obviously, the episode's like related to that. Yeah. But then obviously, after the show, there was like so much controversy, and then there was like one uh, transgender cyclist who like made a little rant about it, but he only has like two followers and like no one really pays attention to this dickhead. But like, yeah, he, he, you know, so every episode, you must know they're lawyers, but they've probably got some serious lawyers yeah. as well that are just like, you know, looking after them and stuff. So, Have you watched Don't Look Up on Netflix? I watched it. Um, I did think it was cool. It didn't blow my mind. I know there's a lot of hype behind it. It was cool. It didn't blow my mind though, but I it was the, cool. The good, the the cool things about it was how they addressed, you know, certain things like how the wealthy, like that guy that owns the tech company, yeah, like basically controls the president. Literally, in, yeah, and that's 100%. like Mar- that's like Elon Musk or like Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, those kind of guys. Like, I mean, Elon, I still trust Mark Zuckerberg. I don't, dude. Like, I'm more scared of Mark Zuckerberg than like 
the biggest fucking gangster. You can put the biggest gang. I'm not scared. I'm scared of Mark Zuckerberg. That uh, is not right in the fucking. <laughs> you must be quiet, bro. By Facebook's open, yeah. Zuckerberg, <laughs> I'll drop you, boy. Come, let's go. I'll pop that fucking pothead. We'll have a fight in the metaverse, bro. You're talking about celebrity fight. I'll fight Mark Zuckerberg, bro. <laughs> I'll knock him out, bro, to save the world, bro. Squally saves the world, bro. Um, but also, I, that's the problem. Is everyone's so reliant on these social media? I mean, he owns WhatsApp. Instagram, Facebook. And he bought WhatsApp for like, a, wasn't like a billion? And then I remember they, they brought out like, how is this WhatsApp message like app more valuable than like a fucking car company? Yeah. Like crazy. But like, it's all strategic. And like now, because we've all had to accept on WhatsApp, they're all getting all that information now. Um, and all that information is with that, val- like I understand why they're valued so high now because they're getting all that information. And that information can be used, like just sold to companies for their marketing purposes. Bro, that and also, yeah, targeting, like, dude, it's highly valuable shit, bro. So he was smart to buy WhatsApp, fucking smart to buy Instagram. Yeah, the guys, I'm telling you now, because Instagram's, in my opinion, like number one. Bro. Yeah, it's become more valuable than Facebook a few years ago already. And I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, like the guys who sold it to him. Like, obviously, they got sorted out. They got paid big bucks. But I was like, fuck, dude, if they held on, they could have done so much. It's like when Google tried to buy out Facebook back in the day. I don't remember that. They tried to buy out Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg said no. And and now look what he's achieved. So I feel like if they didn't sell Instagram, they could have fucking... What's even like Blockbuster. So Netflix went to Blockbuster and was like, here's an offer to buy our company. So... Netflix were like, yeah, take us. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and Block- now Blockbuster's fucked. And Blockbuster said no. Done for. Yeah. Gone, bro. That's also like Apple. There was a fourth ad- investor in Apple. Yeah. The f- one of the four guys that started it. After two years, he's like, okay, cool guys, I'm out. And sold his shares. Yeah. And now look at Apple. Fucking Imagine hell, that guy was just like, okay, sweet, I'm keeping my shares. Didn't do any work or yeah. whatever. I mean, look at the money then. And, and, and the thing is, Blockbuster was like the biggest video chain in America. And it just shows if you don't stay fucking up to date with ha- what's happening and keep your eyes on the marketplace all the time, like that, you can be gone. Yeah. I mean, dude, remember BlackBerry or yeah. even better, Nokia. Everyone had a Nokia yeah. back in the day. Nokia's gone, bro. You know what? I, I've got, oh, uh, it's just weird. I love to go on Instagram. It's always these like Palestinian guys on social media. Yeah. Or they have these old phones, like old Nokias, old Sony Ericsson's, all these old phones, yeah. and it's just a video of them like playing on it. Yeah, and it's just so cool going through this. I'm like, yo, I had that phone, or like, you'll remember my friend had that yeah. phone. It's just so interesting to see how technology has changed and to see, you know, certain phones. Yeah, like, yo, how could a phone like that have been popular? Yeah, exactly. Bro, at home, I have the first iPhone at home. Yeah, like the first one. Bro, I, I, I lost the charge cable. I need to find it. And I actually need to charge the iPhone. Is it the wide one like the iPod was? or Yeah, like an iPod. It looks like an iPod. Yeah. Dude, that thing, I've still got it. I'm actually never going to get rid of it because it's probably going to be super yeah, valuable one yeah. day. I'm keeping it as like an ornament. But like I actually want to, I need to get a charger. I want to charge it up and see what, I think I still have the old Instagram on it. I'm pretty sure I have, remember Vine? Yes. I think I have Vine still on it. It'll actually be so fucking crazy to charge that thing up and see what's in it yeah were you on vine did you do any stuff on vine i was on vine i made one video this was fuck i was still like i think first year varsity when i had vine but i'm all just like watched vines Mm. dude but it's so crazy because like tiktok is the new vine it is vine and just because they didn't i don't think they just kept up with the times and kept up with how you know being innovative you, you know being innovative like that's what fucked them over dude it's like MySpace, dude, MySpace was the first Facebook and they just didn't innovate it. They didn't like try new things. Whereas I think Zuckerberg, that motherfucker is just like, what's different? What, what can we do? What, what can we do yeah. next? What, what, I what can be the big it, thing? Yeah, what I believe, believe is different between, you know, MySpace and Facebook and, you know, Vine and TikTok is, I think like people like TikTok and Facebook have, you know, these psychologists yeah. that are analyzing people. They, they definitely do. They have these and they're looking at insights all the time. And people's minds and they see, okay, this this is what's if a person does this, this is what we need to put in front of them next. Yes. If this person does that, this is what we need to do. And you know, obviously that's kind of like the the uh, documentary The Social Dilemma. Yeah. Where I they, actually need to finish watching yeah, that. Yeah, they are inside our heads and they 100%. have psycho That's why my head once exploded, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's why there are a million zuckers in there. <laughs> bro, that cunt's listening to us the whole time now, bro. I'm telling you. Hey, if he listens to my podcast, bro. 
promote me on Facebook. <laughs> Give a shout out there, Zuckerberg. Um, but no, bro, I can imagine they probably have a whole like intelligence team, yeah. dude. That's looking at everything, analyzing everything, looking at insights, like hundred percent, dude. Like, uh, but that's yeah, that's why they just they they're doing so well all the time, bro. And I think he's very clever with the metaverse because you know back in the day everyone had Facebook, but now Facebook is a oh bali thing, bro. Yeah. Like. He needed to change. Yeah, you need it. And I think even the, the the brand, changing the brand name is perfect, bro, because repositioning it now, Facebook's oh, Bali, like, get something new. Yeah. But I will say, I think the metaverse is fucked up, you know, because he wants to create this world where we do everything in this world. Yeah. Like it my makes, brain. You can own a property and then, like Snoop Dogg has got a town in the metaverse where you can pay to have properties near Snoop Dogg. No, it's And it's mental. like millions of dollars for these properties. It just makes no sense. No, it's mental, dude. And like, um, you know, people, again, you know, we talk about depression and people are barely ha- handling like the social media right now. Now you want to put these guys in a world where they are literally like 24-7. Dude, people are going to fucking have mental breakdowns, dude. People yeah. are going to like fucking cook, bro. And I actually feel sorry for these youngsters, bro. Like, Dude, I only experienced anxiety and shit when I was like 27, 28, especially like in my first, second year being an advertiser. Like everyone in the advertising can also like fucking, uh, uh, you know, relate to this because it's a very hectic industry. But like, dude, these kids now, I think I'm going to start taking like anti-anxiety medicine and shit by like 10, 11 years old, bro. They're going to start yeah. fucking out, dude. Like, I don't know, dude. Metaverse, I think is a very bad idea, bro. I think it's a very bad idea. And like I said, like, um, I will always make videos, but like, I won't lie. I can start making it more on like a show max Netflix or a TV show, like on a platform, I will probably make less videos on social media just because it's, it's just too much, bro. I'll still make it, but I won't, it won't be my priority. So have you obviously now had struggles with like, Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose followers if I don't post this week, or I'm gonna do this. Like you know, in terms of your own mental health. Yeah. So, dude, I, right now, what I'm doing is, um, so, dude, I was doing like shout out videos. I was doing Instagram stories. I was posting videos. I was doing stall posts. Yeah, like I saw the one where you did a video for the guy's dad saying happy birthday, like those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not even doing that shit anymore because it's just I feel like it's thinning me out too much. And I'm not actually focusing enough on my craft. Like I make videos, I'm a writer. I want to focus on my craft as a writer and, and creating skits and video content. And like, if I'm going to work with brands now, like I want to make videos with them. I, I don't want to do like fucking a story here and there. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, you know, a typical influencer who just does, you know, branch it. I want to be focused on my craft, bro. Yeah. And With like, each brand deal, it's a whole proper, you know, production that yeah, goes into the content. Exactly, dude. And do like sick fucking videos, dude. I don't want to just post that shit either. So I was doing so much towards the end of last year where I actually was like, I'm going to have a meltdown and I was just thinning myself out, dude. And now this year, my plan is TV and just focus on videos. Even if it means I only post one video a week, like as long as I'm happy with it, I feel like, you know, I put like, there's some funny thought behind it, it'll shot nicely. Like, you know, it's my craft, bro. Like I want to do cool shit. I don't want to just pump a cuck. Like I know so many people as well, like on TikTok, who just p- putting something out just so they have a video. And like, yeah. dude, as a creative, like that burns my soul. Like I want to be happy with it, bro. Like if I'm not happy with it or like, even if I'm working with a brand and they want me to do something, I'll be like, no, mm-hmm. like firstly, that doesn't align with my brand. And also like, it's not going to do well. Like, Fortunately, every brand I've worked with has been fucking do whatever you want. Because they, they also need to think about it strategically. People are following me for a certain reason. Now I'm making a video that is like totally out of the norm and it's like weird and like very brandy and it's going to do super cuck. Like a lot of the shit I do now is like if I'm working with a brand, it'll be so subtle in there. Like even just wearing the brand like as a t-shirt or something in the background, like you cannot force it, dude. Dude, there's so many TikTok videos where I've shown brands like, cool, let's do it this way and let's do it that way. Where you've pushed the brand and then when you don't push the brand, like what's subtle. And dude, when it's subtle and it's real in the moment, 
It does so much better. Like, dude, no one, especially on TikTok, dude, no one gives a fuck about seeing an ad. Yeah. No one cares. You go on TikTok to have a fucking luck, watch a whole of stupid shit and unwind, and now you're going to force an ad on me. Like, swipe, gone. Yeah. And so that's how TV does it as well. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've watched Cobra Kai. So no. I assume you obviously watched Karate Kid maybe. Back in the day up. when yeah. I was a kid. That's So I like the old school shit, yeah, bro. Like, yeah. That's just great. So then now the new Cobra Kai. Is Aren't they like all washed up now? Oh, buddies. Like that, yeah, so obviously <laughs> them, the main actors are now adults and they have kids yeah. and stuff. But, you know, they're... they're is it those exact same guys from when they were kids? Yeah. That's pretty fucking that's cool, why, That's why I enjoy it. Some, Fuck, of, some, of, the, some of the stuff's a bit silly and the acting is not always great. Yeah. But it's enjoyable seeing them as adults, you know? Yeah. But, you know, they were just like... Some of the kids would just be wearing a Nike t-shirt or... Yeah. And that's how you uh, you get the kids. It's exactly. not... Say, Subtle, subliminal yeah, advertising. It's not like this kid slowly puts on a yeah. Nike shirt and talks about it. It's, yeah. He's just... He's tying his shoes before he goes and fights. Yeah. Or before he starts training and you yeah. just you and quickly you, see the Nike logo and that's exactly. it. Exactly. Or like chilling there and the Oaks having a coffee, but like in the background you see it's a, it's a, a Starbucks, Starbucks you know. Yeah. I mean, but they, you know, they have been doing that shit since like the 80s, yeah. bro. They've been doing that shit forever. It's product placement. Exactly, product placement. But like, yeah, that's what I do now with my videos. Bro. No one wants to be forced. Hey, try this. Like, no. No one gives a Speaking of which, guys. I'm joking. <laughs> Nutricon. <laughs> Nutricon. Buy these subs now, boy. So you say you're getting bored at gym, eh? I am. I'm probably going to go back to boxing soon. Like I said, I, I will do like... I'm weird, bro. Like, I'll do like six months, hectic gym, get bored. Then I go back to boxing. And then I'll bang out boxing like six months. There fucking three times a week. Fucking, I go to the 6 a.m. I'm a morning trainer, so I'm there, hop, wake up as 5, there at 6 a.m. But I'm getting bored again. But also, I was doing, dude, fuck, I'm getting old, bro. I was doing legs the other day, not even hectic. And um, I like doing just like lots of strength training. I was doing lunges, did some squats, like a whole mixture of shit, but like not even hectic. Mm. Dude, the next day, I don't know what the fuck I did, but I had so much pain in my fucking knees, dude. Like not muscle, like actual the like joints. in the joints. And I'm like, oh my fuck. And that was like two months ago. And like still now, um, I actually have to, legs tomorrow morning. And I'm like, I did legs last week and they're still giving me trouble. And that's like two months ago, dude. So I think also that's why I might just go back to boxing now. Just so. But boxing is so hectic on the joints. Yeah, bro, I'm like, I'm light on my toes, boy. You must yeah. see this oak move, my bro. You must see my two-step, gent. I'll, I'll come. We'll have a sparring session together. You must come. You're a bit tall. I might struggle yeah. to reach you. Uh, which boxing gym were you training at? I was training in London. Come to Apex, boy. Apex. That's all the, all the main oaks training Apex, boy. Boyd. Boyd Allen, bro. Yeah. All the fucking boykies are there, bro. Yeah, pull in, bro. Um, like a gym as well. It's also 10 minutes from my house. So Very nice. Fucking don't have to mission, bro. Oh, fuck. Well, bro, thanks so much for coming on. That was a crack of a podcast. Anytime, my boy. Any fucking time. You know it, bro. Give me a call anytime. I'll pull in. We'll have to get Chris on. He can show you his knees, how they've yeah. improved. I'm you, glad. Have, you, you probably still got, even with your old man knees, got better knees <laughs> than him. <laughs> I'm, just in, I'm just glad Chris survived the fall from Everest and like <laughs> <laughs> his knees are getting better now. <laughs> Chris, you must stop getting on your knees, boy. I don't know what you're doing on your knees, but stop getting on your knees, boy. <laughs> That's not a rude joke, or is it? No. <laughs> Sweet, bro. Thank you so much. Like a shop for having me, boy. Anytime. Sweet, guys. Thanks for listening. Like a...